Guess what the name of the podcast is officially? Holy Cannoli. Holy Cannoli. Yay! What do you think? Yay, I really like that one. This podcast is all about making sense of life, who we are, and why we're here. Life is sacred, and life is strange. And I'm Tony Gaffastone. Hey, this is Tony Gapastone. Thanks for tuning in to Holy Cannoli, a new podcast hitting the interwebs. You're going to get to hear the formation of how this whole thing started. I'm in a new season of life, new job, stepping out in faith. It is crazy. It is sacred. It is freaking strange. And you're going to get to see how the whole thing formed. I didn't originally think I was going to call it Holy Cannoli. I had a whole different name. And you'll hear how my wife and I wrestled, haggled, talked, maybe argued a little bit about what we should call it. So the first few episodes are really just me and her talking and trying to figure out what this whole thing is going to be about. So stick with us, subscribe, share it, talk about it on all the social medias, and it will start to even out and we'll start to find our voice a little bit come mid-summer. But I wanted everybody to be able to hear the whole deal, the whole way that it formed, all the ups and the downs. So here is Holy Cannoli and the first episode before it even had a name. And trust me, the audio quality gets better. So hang with us. And we're recording. What's up, babe? You're going to have to do some major editing. Oh, we're going to edit this majorly. That's right. All right. This is podcast number one. It's actually a test. We're going to see how this works because my wife and I are having a intense discussion on what the title of this podcast should be. Hi, everybody. Do you have some intense feelings about my title that I've chosen, honey? Always. I always have an opinion. <laughs> okay. You have to put your mouth close because I am an amateur podcaster with only one podcast mic. Let's set the stage with what yeah. our setting is right now. Okay. We're laying on our bed where the magic happens in the Gap of Stone okay, house. So edit number one and let's begin again. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Come on. All right. So, hey, Tony Gapastone here sitting on our bed in the master suite of the Gapastone home, launching a podcast because we are launching into a new season of life. And I am a person with lots of dreams and ideas and lots of things stirring around in my brain. So I got it within me to say to do to make something happen. I told my wife, I'm going to start a podcast again, because yes, I had a podcast at one point through my work with PCC, Peninsula Covenant Church, but now that I'm free in the next few months and going into a new season of life, I thought, oh, I actually have more freedom to talk about things that maybe I could talk, that I want to talk about, maybe that might have been hindered in the past because of affiliation with the church that I was a part of and my work and my role and all the different layers and complexities that come with that. So I told Wendy, my wife, hey, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to call it, let's just talk about what I want to call it because it could still work. I don't know. Oh, I hope not. Oh, come on. I want to call it whack job. And here's why. Whack is a fun word. Whack, whack job. We all have had whack jobs at 
actually, and people call people whack jobs. I looked up one of the definitions of whack job is a strange and unusual person. I feel like I'm a strange and unusual person. I'm embracing my strange. I'm okay with my strange and awkward. I actually like the fact that I don't usually fit in. I'm kind of outside the box. I kind of make some people feel uncomfortable and some people are weirded out by me. I like that, but you have a different opinion about this podcast title why um yeah i think that you can get that across with maybe a better phrase i totally get that you want to embrace your uniqueness and you want a podcast that talks about you feeling different and people viewing you differently and um i just think there's a better phrase out there for that that doesn't connote i think when i think of whack job i think of say it again what whack job Mm -hmm. I think first of all of somebody who's nuts to the extent that you disregard them and avoid them and and what's the problem with that since I probably am disregarded maybe to a small population but I think a lot of people like you and enjoy your uniqueness and what you bring to the table with your own perspective and so I just don't feel like that's the same thing as a whack job. So how about we call the podcast All About Me? Perfect. <laughs> no, because that's not what... I don't want to make the podcast about me. The podcast isn't some, hey, everybody, I am an outsider. I don't fit in, and I want the world to embrace me. I'm not trying to say that fully. <laughs> I am trying to say something about, like, hey, let's just all be honest. We're all a little bit wacky. We're all a little strange and unusual, and that's okay, and I'm cool with that. I'm actually learning and being humbled by the fact that some of the people in my life and in my job in the past have been really unusually strange, and they have made life challenging for me, and maybe I have not been as patient or as humble with them, but in this kind of mantra of, hey, embrace the strange, I'm actually learning to find God even, find truth, find some hope, find some laughter, and all the wacky, crazy things that happen with my job, with my life, with our family. And that's why I think it's really fun. Yes, have people used that to the negative nth degree to degrade someone? For sure. Has that term loosened up in our present day culture? I think so. I looked up the definition one time, as I said, and it didn't have the total negativity. It was just like, nah, strange and unusual. That's why I like it. Okay, well, maybe one definition in one random spot is enough for you, but yes, it is. I, I like your phrase, embrace the strange. Okay. Let's roll with that. That's going to be the tagline then, but I don't know if that's the name of the podcast. I want a good, like succinct word or two words and a whack job. I already designed the logo, so we're kind of done. Easy, easy <laughs> to fix. So I think we're going to need to just brainstorm that a little bit more Okay. and we'll see. see if we can come up with something Maybe. a little better. That really embraces what you're trying to go after. Yes, dear. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not like that. Okay, so we're just going to put that on the table, tabletop. We're going to table that. We're going to put a pin in that and figure out what our podcast really is going to be about. Is it going to be our podcast or my podcast? For sure, it's yours. (laughs) There is no question. Why is that? Why is it that our podcast? I have no desire to put my life out there, put my opinions and, you know. I have every desire to put everything of me out into the world. I think... How is it being married to me? (laughs) 
It's awesome. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Talk about different <laughs> strokes for different folks. So Wendy Rose Gapastone and Tony James Gapastone are very different. And as you can see, even in this podcast idea, I like to talk about everything. I want to put it all out there. But being married to you has helped me have a little restraint, maybe. Oh, nice. Just a little bit. Like, I probably put 80% of my life out into the world, not 100%. Because you're thinking, oh, Wendy wouldn't want yeah. this Yeah, how would Wendy feel there? about that? And usually, well, I appreciate that. usually I check in with you and say, hey, I might post this. I'm going to put that out there. What do you think? I don't put our kids out there. Like, yeah. I don't even talk about our kids by name on my social media yeah. because I am so out there for 20 years of my life. I've been a part of this large organization known as the church, and I have maybe a thousand people plus who know me and feel as if they know me because I'm a public person. I'm speaking, I'm an upfront presence, and I didn't want to kind of schlep my kids into that space uh, because people already feel sort of entitled to say hi to them or connect with them or that they know all about their life because I probably reference them a little too much. <laughs> and you also accept any friend request or any, right? I don't even yeah. know if you have like a privacy thing on your Instagram. Does everybody just get to follow you yes. or do you have to approve that? No, I don't approve it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want people to jump on the bandwagon. And because I have put my own personal safety boundaries onto yeah. that. I don't, like I said, I don't post my kids' faces or their names. I don't post my kids' school. If I do post something from the school, it's super, you know, under generic. the radar. Yeah, generic. Yeah. No names, no addresses, that type of thing. People know we live in Redwood City. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. So going back to the podcast, it's going to be my podcast then? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so I like I mean, I like speaking into like, oh, I have I have ideas for you and usually, you know, you can take them or leave them. And I that's fun for me, but I don't want to be I don't want my opinions out there. Mm -hmm. I don't want the critique that potentially mm -hmm. comes from, you know, saying something that people disagree with or the judgment. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't have a thick enough skin mm -hmm. to deal with people being unkind out in the world. And yeah. I get that that's part of putting yourself out there it's is true. opening yourself up to critique. And I don't want to do mean. that. People can be mean yeah. and very unkind. Totally. And that was a problem for me at one point, like the meanness and the unkindness and the, you know, we had a culture where people could write these anonymous comments. Even in the church, people could be super mean and super rude. They could put their opinions out of what they think about everything and I tend to have strong opinions I tend to have strong thoughts yeah uh, but I, I grew in the fact like now I don't really care if I piss people off or offend people the past 10 years I realized like I actually think it's a good thing to feel uncomfortable I want to feel uncomfortable going to certain movies or uh, listening to people that I disagree with I really enjoy being challenged and disagreeing on things like politics even though I'm not the super you know, political person as, as others are, but I enjoy having my views, right? On things going on in our nation or how to read scripture or different, you know, movies and what's appropriate or what's not. But the thing I don't want to do is I don't want to hurt people. I don't want to tear people down. Now, let me change that. Okay. Cause I, because of our counsel, we went to counseling. I still go to counseling, yeah, yeah. which is good. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between hurting someone and harming someone. So let me rephrase that. I don't want to harm someone. And nor do I want to be harmed. How would you describe the difference? 
I don't even know if I can remember. Okay. I'm going to take a stab at it. Okay. I mean, hurting someone, there's even a scripture from Proverbs that says wounds from a friend can be trusted. So you might need to say to me, Tony, you are a little self-focused right now. You don't seem to be thinking about our larger family in this podcast decision to put yourself out there. You could be saying (laughs) this title, the, the topic might bring some challenge in your life and oh gosh that kind of hurts like there's some truth Mm -hmm. there like I gotta wrestle with that and maybe make a decision or not or you could harm me and totally tear me down which you didn't do I'm just making this hypothetical I get it you could say you're an idiot you could say you're worthless you're nothing this is gonna amount to anything that's the difference right some things we have to say to somebody that could hurt them like let me use my job for instance I've had to tell people uh, one you're not you don't have the skills and abilities to have this job. I've had to tell interns that I, I'm not going to hire you because you don't have the character or the experience that I'm looking for, right? That's hurtful, yeah. but I've tried to couch it with some truth and some grace. So some things are hurtful. I'm going to say things, oh, here's another example. Uh, in my art or in my film, some people get hurt by some of the stories that I might tell or some of the images that they might see. It feels uncomfortable or they feel like, ooh, that kind of stings a little bit. Or my thoughts about how we as a church have sometimes embraced things in the culture or in a nation or our flag or something like that. And I don't feel it's appropriate to have certain symbols in certain places, blah, 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 blah. People could feel hurt by that. Now, I could harm them by saying, come on, you imbecile. Like, this is ridiculous. I want to be about something different. I don't want to have these kind of arguments or these kind of issues. And that is not what I want to be about. I don't want to harm people or tear people down. So even in this podcast, I want to be able to talk about stories. And I'm going to try to do it in a way that... uh, maybe will poke and get under some people's skin, but at the same time doesn't harm people. I'm not going to use certain names as I, you know, as I leave my job of over 20 years, I'm going through this whole healing process of trying to figure out what happened in the past 20 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was God doing in my life? Uh, how did I become who I am and where am I going? And our family is going on this whole new season, this whole new adventure. And so I want to be able to process this. I, I think this podcast was one of those things where I felt as if I lost a platform. Mm-hmm. I'm not a part of my public platform of Peninsula Covenant Church anymore. That is gone now. And now I need to find something else in order to speak my voice. Because I I have a voice. I have a thought. I have a point of view, a worldview. And I want to be able to share it with people. So that's how the podcast was birthed in that Mm -hmm. way. But you're, you're saying that doing that brings critique and brings challenge and brings... At least opens up the potential for that. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's, I mean, you have never really had a problem, I would say, of being um, critiqued for being different. I mean, obviously you had to grow into that, but you've been a very confident adult who um, just has always handled differences of opinion really well, not taking things personally, and... So I feel like that's a fine role for you to be in, to put yourself out there and let critique roll off your back. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not going to invite that into my life. I don't have that burning desire to put my voice out there. 
like you, that. And so. you also, well, so, but you'll, you're, you'll be on this first podcast. Maybe you'll come cool. back again here and there, like be a special guest with me. Sure. And you're going to produce. You already had a million ideas about who I should I have it. on the podcast yeah. and topics. Put me behind the scenes. That's fine. I also, just so listeners know, have the veto right, right? To have this nut ever go anywhere. Yes, dear. <laughs> so don't say I that know. as if that's our relationship. <laughs> we don't. I don't work like Not that. Not even close. At all. So, so we'll have to talk about our relationship a little bit because it's a unique one, isn't it? Maybe everybody's is like that. Oh, Maybe gosh. that that would be fun to have married couples on here oh, yeah, and good. just you could just see some similarities and some differences yeah. between just marriage in general you were saying something before that i wanted to go back to before off air when we were off air before we were recording the yeah. podcast you were saying something about your um opinions and putting them out there i wanted to go back to that what was mm. it um i just obviously you know the internet world like people feel brave enough to be anonymous and say awful things when they don't have to really be responsible for their words. They don't have to, you know, say it face to face to somebody. So, and you were saying, well, you just can pretend they don't exist. You don't even have to look at them. But the fact that they even are out there at all would bother me. So no, thank you. Would you be tempted to want to read them or just the fact that they could exist is annoying and hurtful? Harmful. Hmm. I'd probably be tempted to read them. Yeah. yeah. I was going to go back to, I, you were saying I'm confident. I don't know. I, I feel, how would I describe myself? I don't think I would use the word confident, which is interesting. I like that word though. I want to be confident. Uh-huh. I think there's insecure, lots of insecurities. I definitely get defensive. As you know, I get mm-hmm. defensive and easily can not take responsibility. So, how have I worked through it? I do definitely feel hurt, you know, and I would say harmed at times. I'm dealing, getting better at dealing with the hurt, especially in, so in my work with the church, there's lots of opinions and ideas and you have to get used to saying, hearing no. And there's things that people say, um, you know, we don't even want you to talk about those things. You don't have the freedom to do those things. Um, certain, I couldn't even put certain art on the wall because, people were offended by it. That's just like, okay, I would kind of roll with it, roll off with it. Okay. I would feel, I'd want to push boundaries and, you know, challenge the, um, the challenge, the, what am I trying to say? I would want to challenge the norms. Right. So I think I just got used to like, that's just part of the, part of the life that, you know, I choose. But then in the creative world and the film world and all the acting and auditions and things I've got, I've gone through, it's like just continually being rejected one rejection after another. You're mm-hmm. continually hearing no, you're not the right. I know it's just telling the girls because we have three daughters, by the way. If you are someone who doesn't know us and potentially listening to this, or if you do know us and don't know we have three daughters, we have three daughters two years apart. They're seven, nine, and 11 about this time. But they're getting into creative things. They've been in my films here and there. My daughter just got a short film that a friend of mine is uh, writing and directing. Anyway, I was talking about how you can get rejected. You know, you go to the, these auditions and she's had two auditions in her life and has got both of them, you know? Uh-huh. And I was saying, I've been on so many auditions, probably thousands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've probably done about a hundred, so 10%, you know? Mm-hmm. But I told her, I remember two different ones where someone says, I, someone said I wasn't good looking enough. 
to play a certain role. And then I had another role where they said I was too good looking to play the role. And you just that go. Must be rough. Oh no! I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, Poor Tony. I'm not, no, come on. I mean, like, really? Like, have you seen my nose? Come on. Like, I'm not that good looking. I'm like, I'm alright. But to say you're not good looking for one job and you're too good looking for another—that's just crazy making. So I don't know. I think my whole coping mechanism in life has just been, all right, moving on. There's something new. Sometimes I'll cry about it for a day or be depressed for a week, maybe. I don't know, maybe not that long. Mm -hmm. But then I just sort of pick myself up and I have learned to cope by, you know, your most hated phrase that comes out of my mouth is it's all going to work out. Something's going to work out, Mm -hmm. right? That's just sort of how I live my life. So Mm -hmm. it's worth like angsty people who are mad at me about something I said or some creative choice I made or it's just a systematic thing that I have no control over that you know a casting director or an agent or or whatever you know rejected me I've learned to cope by saying all right it's all right I'll move on yeah I think that's what I'm getting at with confident maybe it's hopeful is a better word Mm. but you aren't crushed by the no's and the rejections and I just think I could never I could never put myself out there. I would feel sad the very first time somebody sized me up and says, you don't measure up to mm-hmm. what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Like that would be so devastating. Why would I even put myself out there? So props to you. I think that's just a, a sense, maybe a sense of purpose, optimism, mm. grit that you'll get through the hard because you know, there's going to be good coming around the corner. I think it's a survivor optimistic, or I'm a survivor optimist, maybe. You, you think sometimes mm. I'm an idealist. Sometimes I idealize things a little too much, too, huh? Little rose-colored glasses, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I do have orange glasses. That's my thing now, orange mm. glasses with a little yellow tint, right? Mm-hmm. I see the world a little too shiny, but survivor mentality. Two things just came to mind. One of the reasons, that's why I love you. I think that's why we were drawn together oh. is because we're so different. Yeah. You ground me in a lot of ways. Like I probably would have jumped ship from my job three years before we did, but you grounded me. You helped me stay in a healthy mindset. You helped me see good things. You helped me be grateful. You helped me have a, <laughs> a realistic, because you're a realist. Yeah. You see things logically. Yeah. And I love that. And it drives me crazy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, same. (laughs) We both drive each other crazy in our worldviews. But God brought us together for that reason, so that we could ground each other. Because when we first were dating and trying to figure out, that's a whole other story. There was something about you that I wasn't. That's why... I was so attracted and so drawn to you. You brought Mm. this stability. You didn't need the flash. You didn't really put yourself, you know, in front of everything. Every, you didn't say yes to every opportunity. You were actually pretty good at saying no. You were pretty good at having good boundaries and your home time and your rest time. And you're an introvert. And we'll talk about that another time. But I love that in the best, most healthy way, you recharge by being alone, by getting space. Mm -hmm. You don't need as much as I do. I feel like that's sort of like the immature part of me sometimes or I'm like super stimulated in a good way and energized by lots of things. I have Mm -hmm. lots of projects like I'm starting a podcast. Like what? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just how I work and God brought those two things together so that we could challenge, grow, 
encourage one another. Yeah. yeah. That's not necessarily immature, of course. Well, that I feel is, immature at times. That is energizing to yeah. you. You want to fill your schedule yeah. and you feel so fulfilled at the end of the day. If you've yeah. had lots of encounters with people, um, meeting new people, yeah. mixers and yeah. minglers, oh, that just me, um, kills me. But even that term, mixers, I just think networking mixers. No, thank you. Yeah. I will pass on that. Yeah. And you're like, so excited. Bring it on. I would probably do it every night up. of the week if I could. That's crazy. And that's what you will say. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Can we just I'll, chill? I'll stay home and you go yeah. do it. And I need that at times. Yeah. This has been fun. I like talking oh, with good. you like this, honey. Uh, we have how many years are we married? Thirteen. You're asking that question. Yeah. Whoa. I, I'm old. I don't That's remember. Hurtful. Just I kidding. don't remember how old I am. I have to That's do what true. my mom used to do, which was, yeah. wait, what year was I born, and what year is it now? And she would have to do the math to yeah. tell me how old she was. I'm. That's where I'm at right now. Well, I'm six months older than you, and I always forget which year in the 40s I am, but I Mm -hmm. have to think about me being six months older than you and you being six months younger than me, and then I figure it out. And then have I had my birthday yet? Have you had your birthday yet? Okay. So is it 13 years? 13. Yeah, 13. This November will be 14? Will be 14 years, yeah. Okay. So we've had a lot of time to have conversations. And we've dated and been friends for... Six years before that. So we've been in each other's lives for 20 years. By the way, I was at Creative Crew, which is a group just for the listeners, for all the strangers out there, a group I do once a month in Redwood City, creativecrewrwc.com, in which I have artists of all kinds get together, one of the highlights of my month. And there was this girl who was uh, there. She volunteered to read as an actress for one of our projects that we were highlighting that night. And she says, oh, your wife was my second grade teacher. And she's out of school. It was Shanna Cooley. No way. <laughs> she's 20-something. Shout out to Shanna. Isn't that crazy? Oh, so cute. Okay. So uh, let's, uh, I said two things that I, I want to say I loved you, one of those reasons. Second Thank thing you. is let's end with um, some strange jobs, some strange jobs you've had in your life, Any, oh, anything that's been funny. strange. And I'm going to, I'll let you think because, oh, that was the other thing we were talking about. I'm all over the place. Yeah. The other thing we were talking about in podcast land, I love yeah. to just talk and externally process oh, and yeah. figure things out on the fly. And I'm okay if I make a podcast and then tomorrow or 10 weeks from now or 10 years, I say, you know what? I disagree with what I said. You were saying you like to internally process yeah. or think things through, have yeah. questions ahead of time. That's why the podcast yeah. land wouldn't be appealing to you. Right. Like I want to know that what I'm saying is the conclusion I've come to and I'm not I don't enjoy like figuring it out along the way necessarily mm-hmm. I think probably that's pride that's wanting to feel like I have my right answer or my best answer that that's the one that comes out of my mouth and I don't want to be caught with a dumb answer that mm-hmm. you know whatever again that's the critique piece mm-hmm. of things so um, so yeah, I would feel like if I was a guest on your podcast, I would want to know the questions beforehand. I want to have it all thought through and then I could come on and just be really eloquent and say what I mean mm-hmm. right away. I'll do my best to prepare my guests in the future. 
if they like that. Yeah, if some they like people it, probably some like people don't. talking off the top of their heads. That's true. Like you do. So if you're listening to this podcast and you have suggestions <laughs> about what you'd like to hear on this podcast about strange and interesting things like people and art and God, because those are the three things I'm really interested in talking about. Mm. Right? People, stories, art, films, music, creativity, and God, theology, the world, the universe, all that kind of stuff. I'm really interested in talking about those three things. But one of the questions I always want to include is what's some strange job you've had or what's some whack part of your life in your work that you want to throw out there? And I'll start so you can think. But you all need to know I worked at McDonald's. What, what? I worked at McDonald's. That was my first job. And I really liked it, to be honest. So if McDonald's wants to be a sponsor of this podcast, bring it on. I will also you do like commercials for you. Oh, gosh. I love That's the problem. That's the problem. Actually, my dad, it's my dad's fault because he would always take my brother and me through the drive-thru at McDonald's when we would have time together and we'd get Egg McMuffins. I love Egg McMuffins. I will always love Egg McMuffins. I still eat Egg McMuffins, much to the chagrin. That's such a strange word. Yeah. Much to the chagrin of my stomach. But McDonald's, I worked in Algonquin, Illinois. I worked at the drive-thru. I was in some sort of middle school job training program. I think I worked in middle Middle school? Eighth grade. Eighth grade when you're 14, right? Yeah. Wow, so that I, seems young. Yeah, I worked eighth grade and my freshman year of high school, which then became a little embarrassing. But this is the thing I need to confess to McDonald's. This is a time of repentance right now. Oh boy. But I would always steal cheese danishes because they were always stored in the back. And when I mean steal, I mean eat <laughs> while I was working. Which is stealing. Which is stealing. You pay for them. Yes. I'm sorry, McDonald's. I didn't know they had cheese danishes. That sounds delicious. Do they not still have cheese danishes? I, I don't know their breakfast menu okay. like you do. That's the problem. They had them in these styrofoam containers, which they're probably more economically green and friendly and that now if they have them. But I remember there was this kid, I'm not going to say his name because remember I don't want to harm people, so I'm going to use a different yeah. name. I'm just going to say John Doe, who was a really cool okay. dude in high school that was older. I think he was a junior at the time and I idolized him and he knew I worked at McDonald's and he would. He also drove. I didn't drive with that. He would drive. So I don't, oh, one time I saw him park in the parking lot while I'm in the drive-thru and he saw me in the drive-thru window and he's like, ooh, he got in his car and he pulled around. I was like, what's up, Tony? I'll take a cheese Danish and whatever because he knew about the cheese Danish thing because I had told him that there were cheese yeah. Danishes in the back room. So I would slip him a cheese Danish. So not only did you steal for yourself, you stole for, for John, John Doe. Doe. So John Doe, Whoa. you owe McDonald's too. Wow. All right, so that's the strange, my strange job story for this podcast. Wow. Um, I went straight into this um, through my high school. I think they hired a handful of us high schoolers that wanted a job at Macy's. So that was one of my very first jobs. We would walk around with these plastic boards and we would fold the shirts, you know, in those um, on those tables to look like perfectly lined up, perfectly stacked. So strange. So crazy. <laughs> but I did work in the lingerie section a lot and had to hang up. Like people try on 16 bras at a time. That they want to get the right fit. And then they leave them on the floor. And then I would have to, ladies, you know what I'm talking about, those little plastic hangers that have all these hooks. Like I would have to string the 
bra straps back and forth through these hooks on these super tiny hangers and then put them back where they belong. And the funny thing was I worked there for a while and there was this little old lady who was the fitting room attendant there, always there when I was there, which was mostly, I think, Saturdays. And she eventually, as we got to know each other, she asked my last name and said, are you related to Rose Kerr? Who's my grandma? She knew Rose. She was like friends with her from the good old days. That's cool. Back in the day. I know. I thought that is that was really a special connection. Did she say, take some bras and panties home to Rose for us? No, there was no stealing. <laughs> there was no stealing of any you're, items. You're so much better than oh me. Oh my honey. gosh. You're so much Maybe better because than me. it wasn't food and, you know, it'd be a little sketchy. Scarier. Thanks for being on the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for being on my podcast. I love it. And, and I, now I have a brilliant idea. What? Do you have a title for I, us? No, oh. but here's what Whack I think job. we should do. What? I think you should post on social media Ooh. that you are considering creating a podcast uh-huh. and that these are the things that you're that are important to you. Okay. And have people suggest names. Okay. And let's just see what the greater population comes up with because we might love mm. some really clever mm. ideas. Okay. We did this with our babies yeah. and baby names. Yeah. And dog names. I don't think we used anybody's no? ideas for our kids, but Cubby, our dog, came from putting it out there yeah. on social did media. Did my mom put it? Your mom. Thanks, Mom. Hey, you Robin. We didn't talk. We didn't talk about our dog, but we should. He has his own Instagram. Cubby he? the Labradoodle. Cubby the Labradoodle. C U B B Y the Labradoodle. Go follow him. Look him up on Instagram. Yeah. Are you um, wanting people to follow you on Instagram? Oh no. I'm... No. Don't follow my wife on Instagram. I am like locked down. <laughs> Friend request on Facebook or Instagram. It's like I Delete. really. Delete. <laughs> This is sketchy. I really um, have to know you. Yeah. So if I don't know you, no. But it's okay. Strangers, follow me. I love connecting with people. Unless you're a stalker and want to kill me, please don't. But follow me. T-O-N-Y-G-A-P-A-S-T-I-O-N-E. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. The twit. And that's it. That's the show. The untitled show that I want to call Whack Job. But we'll see what happens with this show. Thanks for listening. Embrace the strange. Bye. Say embrace the strange. Embrace the strange. (laughs) That's good. That's fun. So what'd you think? Yes, I got to get better at uh, editing and using this microphone. And I will. I am getting a little bit better. I've got eight podcast already in the can waiting to launch out to you. So subscribe, please post the fun picture and anything else you can to get the word out. I want people to be encouraged. I want to talk about God. I want to talk about everything random, sacred, strange, and it gets really good. You guys see you next time.